0: Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Welcome to a Real Man Wood podcast. This is Chris Liss, your host. And as usual, I am joined by my co-host, Dalton Del Don of Yahoo Sports. What's going on, man? How you doing?
2: Doing pretty well. How about yourself? Uh, what was the carnage of week one? I'm guessing uh, we both had the Saints. Uh, you write the column. I mean, is that the most frustrated you, of all? I mean, I'm sure you have a million lineups and injuries and all that, but is it Survivor above all,
1: I'm guessing? Yeah, because Survivor is unfixable. I mean, you're mm-hmm. out, you're out. You wrote the column. You can't unwrite it. It's the second year in a row. I was out the first week. Andy Barron said that he did better this year than last. He lasted one more day because he lost on Monday night, I guess, with the Lions. I lost right. three more days because I lost on Thursday. So I'm slowly, incrementally making progress. But, um, yeah, it was terrible. I mean, they were up 7 nothing immediately. Just crazy. I mean, uh,
2: even looking into that game more, the Bucs were really banged up. They they had a bunch of injuries. I mean, even just overrated. I mean, then again, if Winston's playing that, what is the spread? 7 and we're off the Saints. So I'm kind of frustrated with myself in that aspect. And just overrating a Saints defense that's perennially horrible – and just because one year they turn it around doesn't it mean a year though it wasn't one game it was a whole
1: year I know and there I know, and I, I, and I know. And Lattimore is still on the team I mean they're still yeah. the same players from last year look here's the thing I, I I wrote the new column this week of course you hate writing that column where you're like yep I told you to take the Saints and now you all all lost if you you know followed me mm. and you know, there's that whole like well, my process was good. They were the biggest favorite on the board and blah, blah, blah. And look what happened. Lions and Green Bay should have lost too. But, you know, I don't know, man. Whenever there's somebody who makes a prediction and gets it wrong, what can you say, man? You got it wrong. You blew it. That's all you can say, right? I mean, what, what the fuck are you going to say? Oh, my process was good. Fuck the process. Sure. You know, yeah. it, it, if it was just about taking the biggest favorite on the board and being absolved because you did that, why write the column? Why not just say, hey, whatever the biggest point spread is, take that, right? If it was that simple, I wouldn't need to write a column about it, so that doesn't absolve me. I, I feel like my process wasn't good. I, I think part of the challenge, and it's hard, is to see when something's amiss. You know, like, okay, here's the biggest line and the ownership was 31%, it wasn't overwhelming. The math would have been close between them and the Ravens if, you, if I did it out like I sometimes do. But what sits wrong? I mean, you got to have an instinct sometimes. Sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. But I just missed it. So that was disappointing. My, my fantasy teams are incredibly disappointing. I mean, Stope, I lost by five. I lost by five despite having Marquise Goodwin in my lineup, who got me zero. Despite having Leonard Fournette in my lineup, who got me like a handful of points and would have had a monster day. And despite having Le'Veon Bell on my bench. I lost yeah, by five. And, I mean, I, I get nothing out of Fournette, a zero out of Goodwin in an active spot in my lineup, and I don't even have Le'Veon Bell. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah. I was getting pissed because it's like, look, you know, if you have a player that underperforms, right? If you have Kareem Hunt. I have Kareem Hunt in a couple of places. Okay, that sucks, but that shit happens, right? You get a Kareem Hunt. You get a David Johnson. You get a performance like that, fine. You know, it's, it's fantasy football. Or, shit, I left... I took out Adrian Peterson for Marquise Goodwin in a PPR at the last minute. I was like, you know what? Goodwin's – it's PPR. He's their number one receiver. Peterson doesn't catch passes. That's fine. But although to get a fucking zero is bullshit. You know, if he got me like seven, you know, that would have been okay. But like he got a zero, which is total bullshit. But to have like your two most expensive players, two of your three most expensive players be Bell and Fournette and get a zero the same week and just lose by fucking five points, that's bullshit, man. And and
2: you'd be like – if Fournette gets hurt, at least that better result in your favorite team, Giants, winning, right?
1: But no, they well, still—it's yeah, like yeah, they lost. He muffed a punt. The guy muffed a punt. Yeah. I mean, right. it was like they would have had a final drive, and they just okay, no. So I, it was a fucking terrible week. I mean, the good thing is, well, we're bearing the lead, aren't we? What's that? The lead. Oh yeah, of course we are. Yeah, yes. Super contest. Yeah. super contest in the super contest. Another monkey can win the super contest.
2: <laughs> yeah. So notice that I I realized I was really bad against spread last year, and I, I deferred to you, and I went with, I didn't go with my Broncos because it was the three, not the two and a half, and I went with the ones your leans, and yeah, it's pretty happy uh, four and one. Finally, at least we have like you know week two. It's usually not only we bad, but it's just horrible starts. You know, just discouraging. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped up about All we that.
1: We got to do is go four and one for sixteen more weeks, and I guarantee Sixth. Sixth. we win the million and a half.
2: Guarantee. yeah that's it that's all we just
1: did it how hard can it be three monkey. and twos even in there once in a while
2: yeah. yeah well nutless monkey just did it so i think we can do it multiple multiple times so yeah that's yeah i'm pretty pumped about that yeah. so, so let's, that, let's was do it. that
1: was the only silver lining in the whole fucking weekend i didn't right. realize i mean you know in the summer you're excited you pick your teams oh, i got Fournette. i love Fournette. i made the case for him here i love kareem hunt you know i i, I love marquise goodwin Robbie Anderson. I've got all these guys. I'm, I'm making the case for these guys all fucking summer long. And you forget. You think. You forget for a minute. You think, oh, yeah, I'm psyched for football. Football's fun. I like. I look forward to watching. Just like 1998 when I had three teams and, you know, my brother and I would be on the phone. And it was exciting. And I loved it. It was, like, the best thing ever. And for some reason... Now that I've got the Sunday ticket and I've got all the games and I'm trying to fucking watch the shit Red Zone channel, which I hate and I hate the commercials and I'm not sure what to watch. And I realize like the whole time I'm just enraged, miserable, anxious, pissed, upset, like not even wanting to hope and watch the end of the Saints game being like, I can't even watch this shit because I know they're going to choke it. They're not going to be able to do it. Just everything. And it's just so horrible.
2: I know. It's miserable. I, like, I know.
1: Week one, I'm totally back. It's like if you've ever ingested a hallucinogenic substance, which yeah. I may or may not have ever, and then you do it again, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm back. You know? I am right. fucking back. I was right. back. It was week one. Yeah. I was back in that experience. And I have to say, it was fucking terrible.
2: Yeah. I, no, I hear you. It's, it's frustrating. It, it gets, it, it's, the, the losses stick with you so much more. It's tough. Yeah, no, it's tough. Uh, what one, The one main, uh, I'd say, main takeaway that I'm most upset myself with is that I'm in two survivor pools, and one of them is a two-strike, and I went with the Saints in both. I just think fundamentally that's just dumb, if I thought that the Ravens and Packers were similar. So moving forward, if I just do two pools, I'm switching, because so much chaos can happen, especially week ones. We don't know these teams. So that I'm more upset with, above, above all, any lineup decisions, or just, I think logically, that was wrong. What, what do you think about that, mathematically? Like, what, what do you think well, of
1: that? No, I, I don't think that's wrong. I don't think that's bad logic. Uh, it depends. First of all, I diversified. I had four. I lost three. I, I did have one Ravens. And it's funny because yes, it's 100 did. bucks each, and there's like 18 people in the pool, and like 10 are gone because the Saints and the Lions. And the Packers right. should have fucking lost. We'll get into that. Yeah. Matt Nagy is the biggest yeah. nutless monkey of all time. Um, maybe a nutless monkey can win the Super Bowl if they ever win it. You know, you could say a nutless monkey can win the Super Bowl. But – no, it's, it's not bad logic because you, if you diversify every time, you're almost certainly going to lose one every week. If you yeah. have two teams that are 70% likely to win and you take two different ones, now you're 50%. Seven times seven is 49. You're basically 50-50 to lose a team. And so if you take the same team, then you have a 70% chance of not losing any teams. Right. If you have a 30% chance of being out. It's not okay. – so you can't keep diversifying. It's, you have to pick your spots. I think there's times when – Right. Well, I'm saying figures, the
2: time to pick your spots is week one is what I'm saying because we don't know the league you know, at all.
1: But then you should be money line betting. You know? I mean, if you really believe that, that like week one is so uncertain that the spreads and the money lines are not accurate as they are in week six, then you right. should be in Vegas hammering the underdog's money line, right? And right. you're not because you know it's probably just the same as any other week. I mean, I understand why it's different, but – you know, a lot of it's variance. You know, in the, I mean, we don't know now what to make of the Saints. Like, it's, I know, and maybe I'm over, or...
2: right? Maybe I'm overrating recent examples of week ones, and also you could be right. That could happen in a week six. You know, a bad defensive performance. Maybe the Saints are exactly who we thought they were. Um, as for fantasy performers, I, I get. I'll, let me do a flip side of the players. Your players disappointing? Me, um, I, I just what sticks out to me is, I think I had Mahomes ranked the highest. Among any industry members that I saw, I had him like eighth or something. A quarterbacks I wrote about him a lot, but then I see him going off, and I'm like, "How do I not have him on?" Like any, you know, I have him only on a couple teams. I didn't use them in DFS. Like I, I'm like just going crazy. Like how dumb am I? Where, where's my conviction? So I have a similar thing of you only on the flip side of that. That that's what drove me crazy is guys like that that I don't own that I liked, but somehow. Didn't, didn't end up with. like Mahomes, though, looks like... How, how ridiculous is that? that that's you know, just going like, to
1: be a... I don't know, man. I, I watched that game, and like those two flips for touchdowns, that gave him two extra touchdowns. Like, sure. That was bullshit. Yep. And he had that one bomb to Tariq Hill, which was nice, and he'll get some of those. But, you know, he wasn't that accurate. He wasn't that dominant. It wasn't oh, like... <laughs> it wasn't like they were driving up and down the field. like They had a couple big plays, and they got some turnovers. They got a kick return touchdown. And then they weren't... you know It wasn't that smooth of a performance. I mean... He might be amazing because he's got the rushing ability and the big arm and Tyreek Hill, but I mean, it was right. it was good. But I wouldn't go, you know, I, I'd still be sort of, I didn't move him up really since from where he was that much.
2: All um, right, okay, I think he can run more, and uh, I just love that defense. I do. Th- I mean, I just, you know, they won the game, but they still gave up so many yards yeah, to, to the sure. defenders. But all right, all right, because right. so you are unconvinced of the one one game I mean, Mahomes. All right, again, I'm like, ready to, he's really got
1: upside, like really high upside, but. You know, let's, let's see him play quarterback for a while, right? I mean, yeah. look at Deshaun Watson. I mean, Deshaun Watson has more upside than anybody ever, and he looked terrible, you know? So game to game, man. It's all true. game to
2: game. All right. That's true. Um, yeah, so big scores are put up um, this week, and uh, what else? My Niners. What did you think of the Niners? Did you watch much of that game? I
1: watched a little. They, they looked good. It looked like Garoppolo made some mistakes. The defense was tough, but they could have won that game. It, it wasn't – you know, they didn't get dominated – Again, I, I asked this question on XM, and, I, you know, Stephon Diggs scored a touchdown, but he had, like, a handful of catches. Thielen always gets more production. Why was everybody like, Stephon Diggs, he's the next Antonio Brown. What is it about that guy? Maybe you'll prove me wrong. To me, he's, like, a solid 75-80, maybe 85 catches if he stays healthy, 1,100 yards, eight-touchdown guy. Like, he's just that guy. He's good. I,
2: wasn't he, like, one of the best prospects coming out of high school, I think, is part of it. High school, man. I know. I right, well when he's healthy. So you look at his overall stats. I've heard you do that before, but there are big splits when he's healthy or not. That's the thing. I mean that so when he's healthy he's been a monster. Right? So you can't just look at his overall numbers he last healthy year. When
1: he's would just per on a per game basis or when he doesn't yeah, when on does yeah. so, in the injury report.
2: Yeah, exactly. So so like yeah, when, when he he played a, so the injury report versus off. Look at his stats.
1: Okay. The thing is like there's a lot of dudes who play through a lot of shit that doesn't get on yeah. the injury report, so it's like you know it could it could be a... a banged up all the time. You know, I know it could himself.
2: be a recurring theme with him. I know. I'm just saying, I think... I'm just telling you the case. Okay. People say, if you extrapolate this guy was this okay. monster prospect, and he becomes this favorite of Cousins, which it looked like in the preseason, and you extrapolate when he's healthy, the stats he's doing, you know, could be a monster. And that was a perfect pass to him, by the way, by that Cousins. But I hear you. I mean, Thielen, suddenly the game started counting, and he was going to him out of the oh, spot. The like, preseason.
1: The preseason. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, preseason. He got 10 yeah. carries. He but had 10 carries. where they were... Basically ahead the whole time.
2: Yeah. Hey, they did throw the ball to Jordan Howard though. Yeah, like throw, what? Uh, uh,
1: they did throw some balls to Jordan Howard, but he wasn't in there on third down, and he wasn't in there on the final drive. They are just throwing right. on early downs. Right. Okay.
2: All right. Fair enough. So the Niners, though, Jimmy G throws – it could have been like an 80-yard touchdown to Brittle. Wouldn't have been the easiest catch, but misses it. Then the next play is a pick six. Um, Alfred Morris lost a fumble at the goal line. It's still, he still threw for 7.9 YP in Minnesota. That team allowed like half, 12.5, 12.5 points per game last year at home. I mean, really, really tough. They lost – Marquise Goodwin, number one receiver immediately, both their guards, that McGlinchley, the guy they drafted, uh, the tackle, played guard for the first time in his career during his first NFL game, and they still had the ball at the end there, and you know, they it, it, uh, the, the that drive, Jimmy G should have had the ball like two minutes before that, but Solomon Thomas jumped off sides during an obvious third, and did you see that? The third and sure, just I horrible, see that, but yeah, they, they induced, right. horrible, obvious, so yeah, basically, I mean, that they, what, it was a six and a half point spread, and they lost by seven, so I don't know, to me, as a Niner fan, I didn't think that was overly discouraging, but... No, I, mean, Maybe
1: I think least. the Giants were encouraging, too. The Giants, yeah, I was going to say, the same to be really said. tough defense. I mean, Saquon Barkley looks like a monster. Beckham got 15 targets. He actually, Eli just missed him on a wide-open touchdown. Totally no. blew by whoever it was. I don't know if it was Ramsey, who was guarding him. But Beckham was like, he can't be held down. He can't be stopped by anybody. So and good. Barkley's I, such a, a monster. The, the offensive line played badly, but that's also partly because of who they're playing. I think the Giants' offense is, is going to be good.
2: So, How sick was that run? I mean, just look at sick. that. I mean, it's just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was like the play of the weekend. The probably. Last Campbell
1: yeah. was like, that guy's gonna be in the Hall of Fame after after the game. He's like the stuff he did yeah. against us, people just don't do.
2: Yeah, no, that's exciting. We'll get to the Giants. Here. Let's get to the games. You ready? You have Anything else to talk? Take Not any I mean, other?
1: I, I, oh, two things before we get to the games. One is I've been watching this Elon Musk Joe Rogan, oh uh, yeah, you know, video podcast. Yeah, and it's just hilarious. Like, I I find those guys very likable, much more than I thought. Like I've watched a couple of Joe Rogan things. I thought he was all right. And Elon Musk, you know, there's a lot of shit out there about him, but I found those guys, I'm only like an hour into it, but I find this guy very likable. I want to buy some Tesla stock and I, I posted a, a tweet on it and a bunch of people were trying to talk me out of it who know much more about investing than I do. So I may just buy less or not at all, but I, I might, I just think like, I don't know. I just like both those guys. I just, it was a good conversation. And then I'm reading this book that's a bestseller. It's actually not the type of book I usually read, but was recommended by a bunch of people. And I... It bogs down a little bit, but the first chapter just like blew my mind and will blow your mind. It's called *Sapiens*. I'm sure you've heard of it. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard. Yes, uh, just the, the first gonna... chapter you read, you're like, holy fuck! It's just a history of the uh, human race, and uh, it is fu- it's fucked up, but it's it's just super interesting. It's just super just interesting something... why how this shit came to be, and uh, it's it's worth reading, even though it's I'm you know, not like you know, I'm recommending like something that's like. Super bestseller, but it, it's really good. Yeah, stuff. I know. I,
2: know. It's, I just heard someone recommending the, the follow-up to that. But yeah, I know it's it's definitely the book if, uh, that I should read next. So you recommend it too? I've yeah, definitely heard good, that. Yeah. Like five people, you yeah, okay.
1: know. I mean, I'm halfway right. through, and like in the middle, it bogs down a bit. You see some of the uh, underpinnings for the argument for Bitcoin, and a lot of those arguments. He doesn't he doesn't get into this. It's not about that, but it's just about how humans, you know, kind of right. eventually conquered the entire globe, and how you know money was like integral to that, and how money is really different because. It's interesting, like even if you, let's say you're like a Christian and it's the 10th century or something and you're trading with some Muslims, right? And you don't believe what they believe, they don't believe what you believe, you guys don't like each other, you don't believe in each other and they have some good that you want to buy and you've got your, you know, Christian denominated, your, your area's denominated coins, they're going to take those coins because even though it's not their money, they know that that money's good somewhere else that they trade. So it's like, per, so the money, they, they don't have to, care like w- about your culture or agree with you, but your money's good. Your money's good if, if your money's good. Like if your money's good with all of your people with whom they trade around the world, then it's good for them too because they know they can get something for it in another stop. And so he makes this point, which is really interesting, which is like the reason why it's really hard to convince, can co- convert people to different religions is you have to actually convince them to believe something. But with money, you only have to convince them that other people believe something. Right. Uh, All you have convince them is is that someone else will take this, and if they know that someone else will take this, then they'll take it because they know it's good to shop somewhere else. But with religion, it's totally different. So it was just an interesting way in which um, money was so integral in the spread of of trade, and anyway, right. and that was just one small thing in it. But it's it's <clears> uh, it's a good book.
2: Nice. So it's funny you bring up the the Rogan thing because I actually started listening to his podcast uh, like a few months ago. I, you know, I work from home. I want have TV on in the background or podcast. But anyway, big fan of him. I didn't think I would be. But a friend insisted that I'd like it. And I really do. He brings on interesting guests. They can be like three hours long, but I'm a total fan. But I'm actually behind on that one. I have not caught up because I'm uh, they're long. Like I said, so I have not listened to this one. I'm, I'm right before it. But I have watched the video of Elon Musk. And I get that it's not the point. It's totally beside the point of the people that criticize, you know, of a CEO understanding of how people will react to that behavior but that dude didn't even inhale like i mean did you see him do that like, have you seen the video of, of him I, taking I, the i
1: did see that's how i first saw it was that someone was saying okay. oh you know I mean, you he's
2: like looks at, at it like blows out the white smoke like immediately i mean what did you think of that
1: I mean, I think it's cool. They're having a, a J and they're drinking some scotch and they're having a conversation. Like, uh, but what do normal. you
2: think about the, uh, the actual stock, though? Do you think oh, it's I do don't you know being hailed or not? It, it doesn't matter. Do a, it? a lot of the headlines framed it like you know smokes weed on Rogan Pod, right. but then you read like like one of their main CEOs left the company. Like there's like a lot of other well, that, stuff. I but don't
1: they, think that was related. I think some nutless monkeys panicked and sold the stock because they think he's being unhinged because there's that New York Times right. article about him. And there are, you know, these guys, when I said right. I'm going to buy some Tesla, they were like, no, that's a, it's a generational short. You know, you've got to short it. Right. But that. I don't know if I believe that. I, you know, I, I, I believe the, what the guy said about the books and all that. But, you know, Musk and these guys with the history of all these companies, I mean, they, they have a product. This is not like some bullshit crypto ICO initial coin offering that nothing was created. They have a car that people love. They created this product. It is a real thing. You know, he sent a rocket into space. That happened. You can say all the shit you want about him, I don't know enough about him to defend him personally or not defend him. I'm just saying, it's not a scam. Like, there's, there's shit right. being made. It's a real right. thing. So, I mean, I, I don't... It's very different than somebody just, you know, that, that company... Um, was that company with Elizabeth Holmes? You know, that woman who... She was a billionaire momentarily. Was that, like, blood testing company? Um, begins with a T. I can't remember. But anyway, Elizabeth Holmes' company. She... You know, she was hailed as this new genius. Theranos? What, Theranos? Theranos? Yeah. Uh, whatever it's called. Theranos? Theranos?
2: I'm probably saying it wrong.
1: Yeah, whatever. She should be in jail for fraud. I mean, that was just, they didn't even have anything that scientifically worked. The tests were frauds. So, you know, you can't, people were comparing it to that. It's like, you can't compare that. There is a car. You know, I haven't ridden one. My mom took one as this sort of um there's a Tesla loop that you can take from Palm Springs back to L.A. It's like 80 bucks. It's like half the price of an Uber. And it drops you off from one pl- one charging station to another. And so it's like a 10-minute Uber ride. She gets the Tesla. She'd go into Palm Springs. I'd pick her up at the place in L.A. And then I would drop her back off at the place. And then she could take an Uber when she got back to Palm Springs. It's 80 bucks. And I think they're setting those up for the driverless car situation. So it's going to be 20 bucks. Because you're charging with no gas, no driver. It's going to be super cheap. Anyway. Who knows? I don't know shit. I just, I just know that people are shitting on Amazon too, you know, because it doesn't make any money. It's just, you know, they're not, they're, they, they pissed off Wall Street. I don't know the, if that parallel is really legit, but um, I was going to put a little bit into it because it's the only one of those stocks that hasn't like tripled in the last year. Like in the, uh, I mean, Amazon's literally doubled in a year, which is Yeah, the same I know.
2: Million. I just saw the Forbes and you see how much Bezos is worth. It? You yeah, see $160 that?
1: 160 billion. But, but, 167 but, billion, but, yeah. But Amazon doubled. In a year, yeah. okay, It was already a $500 billion company. Those things just don't double. If you have a $1 billion company, it can double. If you have a $5 billion company, maybe it can double. $500 billion companies don't double in one year. It just doesn't happen. And so it can't really be worth twice as much. And so I wouldn't buy Amazon now, even though obviously the company's doing well and they have some other risks now that they're being disliked more. But Tesla actually is cheaper than it was a year ago. So if it's going to blow up, it, it's not one of those crazy, crazy overvalued stocks. Now maybe, you know, you could say, well, it would have actually been half of what it's worth now. If, it would have crashed if all these tech stocks weren't so red hot. It would have crashed to much less than it is. Maybe that's true. Anyway, I don't know shit. Don't take my investment advice. I'm I dabble. I read what I read. But yeah, I was, I, I don't you know I don't give a shit that he smoked weed. I, the, one of the reasons I was going to buy it is it went down like twenty percent and right. And I was like. Really? Because he smoked weed, and whether or not he actually inhaled, I don't even care if he inhaled. I don't even care if he smoked five bong hits and you know started acting <laughs> weird. It doesn't matter. It's not affecting anything. It's not. It's not
2: important. I understand. Wow. I got you. I understand totally. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. I'll listen to the podcast. I'm glad you like yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it's pretty. It's pretty entertaining. All right. All right cool. You want to get to these games?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Come on, man. Four and one. Come did on. Did you
1: notice how much of last week's I cut out of the uh, podcast?
2: No, I actually did. I, I don't go back and listen. Come on, but I did. I did People notice it. Go back and listen. I uh, no. What, what do you think? I am vain. I don't listen to my own podcast. I don't listen no,
1: to the podcast. The podcast. I totally edit in things about you. I totally make you seem like an idiot all the time. You have no
2: uh, I, I, I don't need any editing for that to happen. But I did notice that it was a good fifteen minutes shorter than we recorded. Yeah, I, I did cut a lot
1: <laughs> of the worst parts of my rant out.
2: Oh, that's too bad. I even warned a buddy of mine. I'm like, "Oh, bliss gets emotional." So that ah, yeah, uh,
1: you cut, cut a lot <laughs> of it out. It was too. It was, it was too long, and it was just too. Off the rails. All right. All right. I know people will be pissed about that. All right. Let's go over these games. You ready? Dude, let's fucking take this seriously, man. Now that we're 4 1, I don't want you squandering this. Adam, you sent out staff picks. It was before noon today.
2: I'm on it. You you, email. Don't worry. I'm I'm just waiting. Looking at information. I was, did you notice? I had it ready. Don't worry. I'm on it. I am just wait for some information. But anyway, let's do it. All right. Thursday night. What's up?
1: 2018 is for real. We were fucking around the last few years of our lives. This is a serious year. Yeah. I'm 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 done. I'm not a fucking. I'm not joking anymore. All right. Yeah. Thursday night, I want to use this game, man. Yeah, me too. Let's hope
2: it's the same side.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. The same I haven't side. looked at your picks. I haven't looked at your picks. It's I, too I, obvious so. not to be the same side, which makes me a little nervous. But why are yeah. the Ravens favorite on the road in Cincinnati on a short week?
2: Yeah, I, I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't get it at all. Yeah, Bengals. I, I oh, truly oh. think these are equal teams. If anything, I would say the Bengals are better. The reason yeah. I think the Bengals are better is the Ravens. Isn't Jimmy Smith suspended for four games? Yeah. Yeah, he's out. And and so the Bengals' defense, I think, is at least equal to the Ravens. And then, okay, so who's got a better offense? Clearly the Bengals have a better offense. So what's yeah? What I mean, maybe the Ravens – I don't understand. I
2: don't understand. theoretically, the short week should help the home team. I mean, it's weird. I made
1: this line three and a half. Bengals minus three and a half. And I see the Ravens are favorite. It's just – it's probably too good to be true, and I'm missing something I don't realize. But I just think you have to use with something like this.
2: Yep, I already uh, contacted uh, our guy, and he said, no problem, Thursday night game. Nice, good.
1: All right, done. All right. Done. Um, Colts plus five and a half at Redskins. Seeing, I am actually have staff picks pulled up, so I see what you but go ahead. Why don't you talk about that?
2: Yeah, so um, this is an interesting one, and I don't want to overrate week one too much, and I definitely could see the Colts doing a backdoor cover here, but – I just am going to go into the assumption that Washington's pretty good. That's that's my assumption right now. Is I think that they're they're better than Arizona is bad. That's my 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 thoughts moving forward. So I think with Alex Smith and the improvements they made on that defensive line, uh, I don't know. I think that team's interesting, and I think they're far better. I actually picked them to cover. I'm guessing I'd be on. The, uh, I'm guessing I'm, I might be the only one on staff picks. Am I crazy?
1: Now you and Jeff. Um, yeah. So I took the Colts. I I don't think you might be right. And I also saw this Brian Baldinger. He does these Twitter videos. Yeah. I actually think he's great. great. Oh, he's great. And yeah. he showed Trent Williams just fucking destroying people. Chandler Jones, I mean, good players. Like, Trent Williams right. is a, a star left tackle. And, and they it's pay important. left tackles the way they pay cornerbacks and receivers and, you know, defensive ends and pass rushers. You know, I mean, the left tackle is super important. If you have a guy who's an all world guy coming back healthy, that changes everything.
2: So yeah. I,
1: I Chris Thompson's
2: good too. Chris Thompson's tough to defend. Like, he's one he's of those like guys a poor that. man's
1: Camara. Man. You know, he's like a exactly. man's Camaro. Exactly. And Reed is healthy for now. And, you know, this, this team –
2: and Alex Smith is good. Uh, he, yeah, he you know, helps covering, too, is just not turning the ball over. And that's what Alex Smith does. does. So, huh,
1: but yeah. all that said, I, I had them as like a seven-win team before the season. I know. And Andrew Luck and the Colts are a seven-win team, in my opinion-ish. Their offensive line's a little bit. They are playing okay against the Bengals until the wheels came off and then they had that fumble six, which was just kind of a fluke at the end. But, you know, I, I think – this should be like four and a half, maybe Redskins should get a little credit for maybe having better personnel, but five and a half, I think luck could easily be driving with the game on the line. So I took the call. I don't feel, I'm, I don't want to use it though. I don't. Those aren't
2: very key numbers to move up there, what you're saying, but I understand that completely and I wouldn't fight for it either. I might be trying to get a little too cute with that thinking that Washington's better. So go, it okay. might
1: be good. Give me, give me two or three games to believe that, you know, okay. um, all right, Panthers plus five and a half at pa- Falcons. This was a uh, unanimous pick. Everyone took the Panthers. It's, there's nothing that interesting about this game to me. It's just like it's a little bit more than they should get. These teams are roughly equal. seems like it should be three and a half at most. Five and a half seems steep, right? I mean, that's all there is to. Yeah, be.
2: but at the same time, Atlanta, you know, has the extra days to prepare. They're desperate after a loss, so I, can, I wouldn't, like, be fighting to use Carolina, would you?
1: No, I don't, I don't want to
2: use them. Okay, all right. Know. But, yeah, I've seen that, that's pretty obvious. You look at that spread. That's one of the easiest ones.
1: value one. It, it, yeah. it didn't really jump out at me. All right. Agreed. Agreed. Vikings pick'em at Packers. I don't. What's do we know what the uh, Super Contest line is?
2: Uh, it comes out about three four hours after we record this. So usually, this was
1: a no brainer because Rodgers may not play. I mean, we don't know yeah. for sure that he's going to play. Devontae Adams is banged up. Looks like he will play, but even if Rogers plays, he might be kind of gimpy and immobile. Exactly. And I just think that's a bad defense to have that kind of problem against. And
2: <laughs> well, even a hundred percent healthy Rogers, would the spread be Packers minus three? Right. I mean. Right? Yeah,
1: I think it would be 100% healthy. Rodgers would be two and a half. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two, so two maybe. So the Vikings, what the Vikings we to... are the better team. I mean, come on, they're a better team than the Packers.
2: So we should earmark that one if it's less than three, right?
1: If it's less.
2: What do you mean? Or I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. I guess if it, if, it, if it doesn't move, you know, like, you know, I guess if no news, yeah. I guess it's just to see what the spread says. What do you think? You want to use that one? Because I'm with you here. Well,
1: if they're getting the full three, I, I love the Vikings opener. because you get this huge chance that Rodgers is in himself, right? And I, I don't know. They're probably, but you think look, Pickham's too close? I could use the Vikings to Pickham because I think that's – I mean, look, once you get below three, Pickham is kind of close to below three, right? Once you get below that number. And I think it should be somewhere between zero – in two and a half, the real line if Rodgers is completely healthy, because I think right. the Vikings are the better team. They just have been the better team, even with Rodgers. So the question is if there's any chance Rodgers is banged up or even not playing, and it's anywhere in that range, I think we do take him. Okay. All right. We'll see how that Wait went. We've got to see what is. got to just see if the reports are murky. Um, okay. Sure. Okay. What's next? Uh, Chargers minus seven and a half at Bills. Um, I this is the sucker side. I took the Chargers. I, I almost took the Bills. I actually made the lines again before this week, and I made that line seven and a half. The Chargers. I would rather it be Peterman because Peterman is just so bad. <laughs> yeah. But Josh Allen might also just not be pro ready. Like he might just not be able to be a quarterback in the NFL yet, and they're just forced. And it's, it's really funny what's happening with the Bills because they got rid of McCarron, who might have been able to hold down the fort. And, w- and what's really funny about it is that you can basically you know, start a John Kitna like the year Palmer was a rookie, <laughs> or you can start Tyrod Taylor with Baker Mayfield. You can even get away with Sam Bradford, I think,
0: although maybe, maybe not. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card. Get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cashback, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
2: Peterman doesn't meet the threshold. He has not so the-
1: embarrassing that they just couldn't even get away with, even though they have no hope for this year and they don't even care about that, it was just too ridiculous to put that in front of your you couldn't do that it would be like putting on a pitcher to eat innings who had a 15 era like you just you're just not allowed to do that right no they have to force their guy in before he's ready this is a crazy scenario really
2: the you know, Bill's management is fully aware that Allen's not ready, but they just know the alternative's even worse. Totally agree. And I think it is a sucker side, but I switched myself to the Chargers, even though it's miserable always betting on them. I loved it. How much did you love when, when we posted the picks? Like 90% of the responses were saying how horrible our Chiefs pick was. So that was just, I knew we were set on that one in the afternoon. And just going, Being on the other side of the Chargers is usually great. But this Bills team might be special bad. I mean, they might be like a one in 15, just horrible. So, and that, isn't that so Chargers to just win this 40 to nothing or something, you know? So,
1: it, so it i would be, I, although I could see them really like running the ball a ton and like just, you know, having an ugly game and winning like 20 to 13. I could easily see it. So I'm not really confident on this, but I just, I, I think the Bills no, I fucked I'm up. The, the yeah. Bills fucked up.
2: Yeah. I'm not confident either, but yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, next right. one. I made up this line. Uh, it was, it, I got it on this one site that I can get the line when there are no lines sometimes. And it was Texans minus two and a half at Titans. It turns out Mariota's playing. So with that line, I especially like the Titans. But, I mean, I don't know. It's like two shitty, screwed up teams. So, yeah,
2: let's sure. avoid that one. Right now, Vegas Vegas Insider actually uh, shows Texans minus two, even with that news still. So I think I, when I sent it in to you, I took the Texans. But yeah, if Mariota's playing, I think Texans are, are better. I, I'd stay away from that one. I'd stay away from that I
1: mean, that one. I like the Titans a little bit at two and a half if Mariota's Problem. healthy. I mean, we know right. he, he played terrible after he hurt his elbow, so who knows? Right. All right, Chiefs plus five at Steelers. You and I are on different sides of this. I would have used the Steelers. I, I, You know, it's funny. I made the line four and a half, so I actually switched. I should have liked the Chiefs, but I just thought about it. The Steelers are way better at home than on the road. The Chiefs have terrible defense, and I talked Andy, into this
2: one. I could be talking to this one. I Andy was on the-
1: Andy Reid. Andy is like the the prep master. So the the other thing I loved about the Chiefs was oh, okay. the first game of the year. He's prepping for that for weeks,
2: like a buy. Yeah, glorified buy. Yeah, right.
1: It's a huge buy. It's a buy for the whole summer, and now you know he's got the one week to prep. Never does anything special then, and I think the Steelers are embarrassed by that tie to the Browns. I just think they. Going to light up this Chiefs defense and Mahomes. It's really his first road start. I think he may get exposed a little bit here. I like the Steelers. Um,
2: last week didn't count as a road start for, for Mahomes. You're right,
1: you're right; it was a road start. <laughs> well, right. it was L.A. I
2: mean, well, no, still. I mean
1: it's like they don't even really have a home field. to, to try Right. right. What? It, it's like okay, so the Bills like basically not only do they get rid of McCarran and get rid of Tyrod Taylor, but right. they draft the guy in the first round and then basically destroy his development. Because they have no other choice. Yeah, it's think horrible. About, like what a badly run team that is. And then think about the Chargers. They move to extort. The, the city won't pay for a stadium. So they, you know, they're trying to extort a stadium. out. They say, no, fuck off. So they move. So the team is basically homeless and has no fans anymore. I mean, this is really. Think about how bad these owners are. Like what <laughs> fail both of those franchises are.
2: The Bills have like a, a list of like good receivers too. They recently let go for cheap, like Hogan, Marquise Goodwin, Watkins, like a Robert fourth Woods. Yes, Robert Woods. Nice. Yeah, it's no, crazy.
1: They're, really, they're 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 a disaster. Yeah.
2: I could be talked into this one. I was definitely on the fence either way, and I kind of like buying low, selling high. Um, Pittsburgh did play five quarters essentially last week, right. but I could see okay. that if you feel, I mean, four points is not as much when you look at that over under fifty three. I mean, so um, I could be talked into that. No, five,
1: no We have five right now. Is the number, but okay. I just think this is a good – this is just a good spot. It's not even like I, – I actually like the Chiefs in a lot of ways, but I just think this is the time to go against them. All uh, right. All right. Three. Three. Okay, so we'll see. Dolphins plus three at Jets. I mean, I t- we all took the Jets. I don't love it. I, I think th- these are kind of like equal-ish teams, so it's probably right. But the Jets eh, – Darnold, I, I don't know. You can tell me what you thought of Darnold. I, I was like, yeah, he looked okay. But yeah. – I just felt the Jets just dominated the line of scrimmage. Like, Crowell was running like a monster. Powell ran well. Their defense completely stuffed the run. The Jet, And, and I knew that they were like, they knew the, the uh, Lions' plays, apparently. Like, Stafford yeah. was tipping his pitches, basically. So maybe you kind got to discount the defensive performance. But that team looked like a real NFL team, and they're at least as good as the Dolphins.
2: They always have the best coaches at the sideline to cut to. Now Patricia is my new favorite one on the Lions. Yeah, that was a surprising. I had a buddy who, went, who picked Survivor, and he was getting home from work at like halftime, and he had the Lions, and I'm like, oh, you're fine. They just scored to tie it up. And then right when he got home, what, they scored 31 points in the third quarter? I mean, that's just crazy. I'm with you on Darnold. I did, I, you got to respect the guy who throws a pick six in his first career play. I mean, you got to respect that. Real, and then he bounced A
1: a pick six on his first five career plays. That's the difference. Right.
2: Pretty sure Favre did as well. Uh, but uh, Darnold, yeah, no, other than, otherwise he looked okay. And as a Robbie Anderson heavy owner, I wasn't too thrilled no. with the targets there. But um, I, I don't this. know. I could see them covering this. So, Ask so me what.
1: Baldinger was breaking it down, and he's like, look at this throw, look at that throw. And I watched the video, and I was like, these throws aren't that good. Some of them were kind of behind Anunwa." The one to Robbie Anderson, it was a good throw, but he was covered, and he just kind of went up and out fought the guy for the ball. I mean, it was a nice oh, throw, but nice. Yeah. I, I just, he looked a little herky-jerky. He looked like he was, like, moving, like, too nervously and frenetically, uh, understandable. It's his first game as a rookie. On the yeah, game. And he's the
2: youngest, youngest uh, quarterback of the Super Bowl yes. era, and no quarterback to ever debuted in Monday Night Football. And the dude turned 21 in June. I mean, right. it's crazy.
1: When you see Russell Wilson come in his rookie year, he's just poised right away, calm, totally cool. That dude's
2: a weirdo. He's dude a luck, rock.
1: totally cool, no problem, yeah, okay. right? RG three. Maybe he was a little more frenetic, but he was really good. I don't know. I, I just right. feel like
2: he just seemed. A little ahead, you're right, Cardale. You're out on Darnold. You're writing them no, off. No, okay, gotta, I got it. It's it's out, you're count out. As a positive. There's no bias because of the whole Barkley comparison. No, none at all. Nine I got nine it. Point, okay. You're
1: out. 9.8 YPA after the pick six yeah. was pretty much impeccable, but yeah. still. Uh, okay. Right. So we're not yeah, using that. I don't want to use it. I, I like the Jets, but I'm not going to use it. Yeah. All right, Eagles minus three at Bucks. You and I both have the Eagles. Tell me why you like the Eagles.
2: I hated this one. This is one of my last ones. I want to use. I don't know what to make of the Bucks. Maybe they are a lot better, but you know, long extra preparation. Philly expect Foles to play better. They're still so good in the trenches. Everyone's killing Matt Ryan. The Eagles
1: are really good. They're yeah, really Matt good. Ryan had no so, time. At no time. I mean, to grow.
2: Eagles are really good. So uh, I went with the Eagles, but I, I don't like this one. It's a stay away. From I would
1: me. use this one. I think I have the Eagles. I, I think the Eagles. I just think this is a nasty team. They came in. I mean, they didn't even play well against Atlanta, and Atlanta's a good team. And they just, you know, they beat the Patriots toe-to-toe. They destroyed the Vikings. Now they know who they are. Yeah. And it's Foles, Wentz, but, whatever. They're yeah, more I like
2: the them. idea of really selling high on the, on the Bucs, too. I mean, I mean. Come
1: I, on, right? All they got to do is beat the Bucs in Tampa. They're going to fight.
2: kill it's it's a sign, sign I have. I know I picked the Eagles if you, all right, if you're, okay, all right. Know. I
1: mean, it's just one of them that I like. All right.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. Browns all right. What's
1: nine The Saints? Who do you got here?
2: Um, Saints and uh, at first I think I was on the Browns and now I'm to the point of I would, could be talked into using the Saints because it's a, a buy low for me. And think of the Browns, yeah, they might be better, but they were plus five in the turnover differential, like against a Pittsburgh team that's not that great on the road. I don't know, I could see the Saints getting right, quote unquote, and just going ape shit.
1: I could see it. I actually took the Browns. I don't feel strongly. I could see the Saints getting right, and I could be, you know, forty to ten. No, easily see that game playing out, but. The Saints defense fucking sucked. And Tyrod Taylor, Josh Gordon is 100% now. Landry looked good. That team is like, you know, that's not a bad offense anymore. And the defense is actually kind of stout up front. They didn't do much against James Conner, but they typically last year, I think they were first against the run, uh, three yards per attempt against the run. I, you could maybe, if you really want the Saints, maybe you could talk me into it. I don't love the Browns. No, 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 no.
2: There's other. No, that's okay. No, there's okay. far others. No, no. Don't worry about that. No,
1: I, I don't know. I just seem like nine is a little light. I mean, if before the season, this would be like 12 or 13, this line probably.
2: Right. So, I mean, I just think that the, it's possible the Saints defense is just bad this year. So, um, but no, I wouldn't fight for it. I would not fight for that because, okay. I mean, the Cleveland does have interesting pieces on offense for sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cardinals plus 12.5 at Rams. Who'd you take here?
2: Oh, I didn't like. I hate these the games. I, I I dislike the most for the big spreads like this. I just took the points because I just don't think Arizona is as bad as they looked. And make no mistake, they looked awful. I mean, they looked absolutely. It was just miserable if you were a David Johnson owner. I mean, it that was terrible. So, but I held my nose and short week maybe. Don't don't they, these teams typically? They're they're close games, divisional stuff like that. So it's I, ugly. But I, took the I points. was
1: going to do that. I was going down that road and then I switched to the Rams because. Did you see the end of the game? They're they're playing. They're. You know, up like 13 against the Raiders. And they keep play-actioning. They keep looking like they're going to hand it to Gurley and then throwing. And I love it. I love that shit so much. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, you, you, most teams just try to, especially a Gurley and a good offensive line, you just grind out the clock, either kick a field goal or punt, and you're up 13, sure. you probably got it in the bag. But they're throwing. And I'm thinking, this is Bill Belichick-type shit. This is keep the pedal down. Don't try to run out the clock by running out the clock. Run out the clock by scoring points. And that's why I think New England covers it like a 58% clip over the last 20 years because every point spread oh, is based sure. on a sort of NFL sort of Protocol. ground rules. Yeah. You know, it's sort of based on like, well, once the team wins the game, the game is salted away. That's why lines aren't like 30 points or 28 points because once the team gets up a certain amount, they just stop trying. And so it's like always you know, kind of regresses toward a mean once you've got it won. But if you have the rare team or coach that pushes the pedal down – beyond what the normal coach would think. This is enough. The guy who's greedy and says, this is not quite enough. I don't want to be up 28 to 7. I want to be up 35 or 40 to 7, and then I'll take the gas off just a little bit. I think McVay might be one of those guys. So having a okay. good team, have to go on the road against a good defense, a Wade Phillips defense that has Donald and Sue, and the two corners they got, Marcus Peters got a touchdown, and both Peters and Khalil Mack both got touchdowns in their first game for their new team, and Aqib Tlaib... This is a nasty defense, and the Cardinals couldn't even get done against Washington's defense at home. Now they got to go on the road and try to do it there. Man, I think this just might be 45 to 7 or something.
2: Jared Gossett, an interesting guy to like rank. Uh, I, I did the weekly rankings. I think I had him like 8th this week, and I saw the rest of the Yahoo people had him like 18th or something, and I kind of get it. But at the same time, They're isn't wrong. that you're right. You're right? I mean, the, the, the home, right? I mean, if you're at home, big favorite, and you're going to rank those and three. Parents, or, if you're listening I, to this,
1: you are wrong. Right. Okay, I don't know okay so maybe, maybe I'm, is, you're wrong.
2: Here's the thing: maybe I'm putting, uh, putting it in people's mouths, uh, putting uh, rankings that, that are that are wrong. But it, I just remember I was higher. So you're so you're big on golf because I, I get it. I mean, you get a big lead, and maybe they're just thinking they're just going to be all all girly. But but man, you're going to rank all those receivers high they're too, right?
1: Fake a handoff and toss a small toss to Girly, and he'll go for like an 80-yard touchdown late. This is golf is going to have a big fantasy year. I can tell just by the way they're playing. They're throwing deep to Cooks. There were two big pass interference penalties that don't count on the stats. They're taking shots down the field. They're aggressive, and now they've got a guy who can really stretch the defense. This is legit. This this offense is. McVeigh isn't just like, oh yeah, we have a good defense. Let's just get to like, you know, oh number one seed. McVeigh is going to try to fucking grade a show on turf this shit. I, I really believe that.
2: All right. As of now, just to be clear, I have him seventh. Uh, Andy twelve. Brad twelve. P and L eighteenth. Liz thirteenth. Okay. So anyway. So uh, we'll you know, see. So I, I, I do like you like the Rams, and I, um, I definitely uh, didn't like taking the other side. So I okay, could see it. Okay. I like the Rams in Survivor. I don't
1: want to use them. In, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a sucker side. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. just, here's the thing. It's just like when you got the Saints wrong in Survivor. It's like, okay, yeah, it's the biggest spread on the board. But you've got to have a sense of, well, don't just take the biggest spread on the board. You've got to be able to find the danger, find the, the exception. And usually, everyone hates the Cardinals. Everyone loves the Rams. Obviously, the Cardinals are the value. But I think you also have to try to find where there's an exception, where something's different about this situation. And this one feels different to me. This one feels like, no, they're not just going to grunt at a win. But I could be wrong, but I, I like them.
2: All right. You might be right. Maybe I'm going ugly buying New Orleans and, and Arizona. So go ahead. Go Niners next.
1: No, I mean, New Orleans is not going. I went ugly with the Browns, and I'm nervous about that one. All right. Yeah. Uh, Lions plus five and a half for the Niners. I could see the Niners killing them. But I think Stafford's good. I, maybe the Jets had the plays. Something was wrong there. Patricia seems like an idiot. I mean, that guy just seems like a moron. And I, I made a joke last year in my blog that, that Belichick just – he basically hired a random homeless guy to be defensive coordinator just to show that he didn't need a real defensive coordinator. And yeah. then he was going to let everyone in on the joke. But then before he could, the Lions hired him as the head coach. And, uh, and Belichick just couldn't walk it back. It was too...
2: Yeah. Well, how could you far? not hire him? After seeing that defensive performance in the Super Bowl and the adjustments they made, Like, how could you not hire that man right, immediately?
1: Exactly. I mean, it's just... And, and a lot of Belichick's assistance and coaching tree has been disastrous. So I, oh,
2: yeah. Even at a winning season, I don't think in a, in a while. It's right. some, something crazy. So, no. you
1: know, I, so I'm dubious. And I, I think Jimmy G is going to have a monster day and they're going to light him up. But... I just think Stafford and Kenny Galladay looks like a monster, and Marvin Jones is still good, and Tate. I think they're going to move the ball too. I think this is going to be kind of up and down, and I would not uh, be surprised if, you know, if whoever has the ball last wins the game or at least there's a backdoor cover.
2: Yeah, so I was going to say, you know, fight for this and use the Niners as my best bet when it opened at three. But now up to six, and I don't like the fact that not only did the line move three points because of that bad performance, but just the lion's is going to be far more of a desperate animal. I mean, they are, you know, played a Monday night and have to travel now. Uh, so that's not the easiest. But, uh, yeah, six points, even a backdoor cover. And we don't know, if, even if I think the Niners are going to be good, covering six points is tough, you know, I mean, against a decent right. team. Yeah. So, I mean – they're banged up, so I could see it. I definitely wouldn't fight for this, so I, I don't love where that line's moving. So okay. I could see the Detroit yeah, coming. I mean,
1: in. I could I think the Niners are going to be good this year, and I think this is an easy opponent on at least from the offensive side for the Niners. A
2: couple things I'll say, uh, fantasy wise, I like. I think Morris bounces back. It's a risk, you know, with the, the goal line fumble loss there, but this game flow should be different. It's cheap in DFS, and and right now, if you had to have any fantasy receiver on Detroit moving forward, would it be Galladay first?
1: Uh, I mean, PPR, I'd probably still take... PPR,
2: three, you're going to say Tate, yeah. But, I,
1: I mean, Galladay's at least equal to Jones. Galladay looks like a star to me. He's in the second year. He's yeah, like half PPR, half
2: PPR, Stopa, you get one of those three. Who would you have right now? I'd
1: take Galladay.
2: Okay, all right, yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. All those targets, yeah, no, he looks sick. He does. He looks really good. Yeah. I like
1: Galladay, and I, I blew it by not taking him in that NFFC draft I did last week.
2: You really um, did. I was set really? up... I, was
1: set up I, was, I took Alfred Morris ahead of him because of you, you dick. It's actually you? I you said oh I took him in the sixth round. It was a fourteen-team league, and he was there in yep. the seventh. And I needed a receiver, but I was like, it was you and Vlad Sedler I blame because Vlad Sedler showed some board that he did for, in the twelve-team. He's like, yeah, I got Galladay in the tenth. I'm like, oh, Vlad got Galladay in the tenth. I'll get him in the eighth in this league because of right. fourteen. And so in the seventh, I took Alfred Morris because of you. Passed on Galladay because of Vlad, and then of course he went. And I ended up taking DJ Moore, who's totally oh, worthless.
2: sorry about that. I'm sorry. Whatever. Morris will bounce back this week. Oh, Hang no. your head. Oh, Hang sorry. in. Hang All in
1: right. The next one is uh, Patriots minus two with the Jaguars. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I never feel safe betting uh, against uh, Belichick, obviously. But Jags at home, I mean, that's a tough one. If you're like, going to outline losses for New England before a season starts, this would be one of them. And then they're getting points. I think Jacksonville's really good. So, I mean, obviously Bortles factor. But, yeah, this is one of the quickest I've ever to just say against a, a New England team.
1: Yeah, you want to beat New England. You get them early. It's, you know, they, they seem to get better as the year goes on. They seem to figure out their problems. And the Jaguars are just a nasty team that really should have beat them in the playoffs in New England last time they played. Yeah, absolutely. yeah.
2: They're up up in the fourth quarter. And my guy, right before we started recording here, heads in concussion protocol. Uh, I'm not, they're
1: going to lose that, that 20 bucks. He's not even top 40. Aren't they getting odds <laughs> on that or something?
2: I mean, Brady missed him. He had a 35-yard touchdown catch, and then he looks good after week one. But now he's already dealing he only with a break.
1: got the 18 carries because Jeremy Hill tore his ACL, too.
2: I don't think that ACL. Michelle
1: was out I mean basically two of the two of the four guys were down
2: and no. so that's no. the only
1: reason he even got the carries Sony Michelle's no. gonna do
2: come you, back is do gonna get recovered by next week I'm sure
1: yeah he, I yeah miraculously I know no but no, it, I know, it matter
2: break body I know what you're saying I got you I know, I know. Was,
1: all that's, right that's dumbest pick ever Burkhead yeah uh, okay, okay so we're taking I, I, I would consider the Jaguars I don't like using a an anti-patriots fade as one of our precious five but let's just yeah put that aside because we both agree yeah uh, Raiders plus five and a half at Broncos who'd you take there
2: oh um I'm Broncos speaking of bad picks I made maybe Amari Cooper and the team huevos I decided to go in on him. they just what, playing Seth Roberts in the slot I just still so thought they're going to move Cooper in there more but I guess not so
1: they give me Broncos might, they might though. now that they just they just brought back Martavis
2: so right, I know not,
1: Martavis not gonna play the slot. So
2: interesting. yeah, that might move him. I hope so. So I don't know. I went Denver here, but that's spread seems about right to me. Maybe divisional game could be close, but I don't know. I'm fading again, having to travel in the short week. But Denver I think's a good team, and I went, I, I picked him to make a wild card run. So I picked
1: Denver. Yeah, I took the Raiders. Uh, I think the whole Gruden hate is ridiculous. I there, people are mocking Gruden. I thought he called a good game. He just was outgunned. He just didn't have the the horses and Derek Carr played a terrible game, but I thought he called a smart game, and it was competitive for a half. And then, you know, obviously the better team just pulled away. So I think they'll have a good game plan. Uh, I, the Raiders do suck, but I don't think the Broncos are very good. I don't think Keenum's very good. I think this will be competitive. All okay. right. Uh, Giants plus three at Cowboys. I know you made the Giants your best bet, and I had the Giants as my second best bet probably. So we're definitely using it. I think Dallas is soft. I think the Giants are kind of exciting uh, with those players and with Pat Shermer using them, getting the ball to Beckham right away, setting it up. So it's easy for him. That was against the Jaguars. Got Barkley. I, I'm, you know, Olivia Vernon looks like he's going to be back their best pass rusher. So I, I'm taking the Giants.
2: Nice. All right. You froze a little on me there, but I'm, I'm back. Uh, yeah. The Giants, this should be like a pick em to me. Maybe we're overrating one week and Dallas isn't the worst team ever, but uh, the Giants definitely impressed me week one and they, yeah, I, I like this. We're definitely going to use this one, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for that. sure. Okay. Hopefully we're, this is getting recorded and not some disaster. No, we're
2: good now. We're good now. Okay. We're good now. we should be good. Okay. Um, all right. Giants. Right. And
1: then finally, Seahawks plus three at Bears. And the Bears were really unimpressive to me. I, I liked how they came out and the, the game Nagy was calling early. But, you know, we've gone into this before. But when you're up, basically they were at the 14-yard line, fourth and one. They actually had third and one, and they uh, threw a pass. It was incomplete, which they should have run. And then, then they instead of going on fourth, when they kick a field goal, there's two minutes and like 47 seconds left to go up six. They're up three. There's, there's three minute, less than three minutes left. And they're at the 14-yard line. If you fail, okay, well, then now all they need is a field goal. But the field goal just ties it. You still have a 50% chance more because there may be time left to win the game. you got overtime and whatever time is left if they leave you time. Instead, he kicks a field goal to go up six and leaves two, two minutes and 47 seconds for Aaron Rodgers, who's letting them up the whole quarter to beat them, which, of course, he does, like, two plays later, and, you know, then, then the play calling was terrible on the subsequent drive. They could have just run their regular offense Instead, they have Trubisky drop way back and, like, throw four long, incomplete passes, and he looked terrible, by the way. I mean, fucking throw a good pass. You know, how hard is it? The Packers aren't that good on defense. So I just felt that team really <laughs> fell apart, and the only reason they were even in position to win that game was because Deshaun Kaiser came in and threw a pick six and then had this one sack where he was sacking and he just got handed at the ball to the, the green Bay defender. So yes. I don't know, man, I think the bears, maybe they'll be good with Khalil Mack and the defense and Trubisky, but that was a real, a real disappointing way to finish that game.
2: Yeah. I have Trey Burton shares. I wasn't too happy with that, but uh, no, that I uh, I'm with you. They, uh, I, uh, I, I think, I was down in Seattle. I picked him as one of my favorite unders, but maybe I just underrated the Russell Wilson factor and whatever. He loses Doug Baldwin right away and they played competitively. So I'm with you here, especially if it's three and a half, because that is on some of these, I would actually consider this. I think Seattle will keep this uh, close. I'm with you about Trubisky. He's, he's a ways away. Maybe he will be good, but um, I, I was unimpressed uh, and, and agree with you there. So um, so what do you think? You Would you consider that one or, or are you on the fence? I would
1: consider it. Yeah, I would consider it. Uh, I, the Bears got some sort of trendy buzz, and I think that's inflating them beyond what they've achieved in a way. And Seattle's been, just like you thought, in the opposite direction, sort of look at all the defensive players they lost. Baldwin's out. and I think people forget that Russell Wilson is really the reason their offense is good, not Doug Baldwin. The offensive line's probably not as bad as it was last year. They're, you know, Chris Carson looks okay. And the defense got Earl Thomas back, which was huge. Their linebackers are still pretty good. It's not like a terrible defense. Sure. You
2: know? yeah, no, Earl Thomas is a big difference maker. That's another reason I, I, I faded. I, I didn't use it in our Super Contest Denver, the, the Thomas factor. So, right. so yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd love it if that one's three and a half. Yeah. People do um, – they do like Chicago, and what a crazy start. Like, if you're a Chicago fan, how sick was that, watching Khalil Mack and – I mean possibly Rodgers out for the season as it's horrible for the NFL NFL fans but uh yeah what a you're right the 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 play calling and I was a little disappointed are you worried about I know you said the Cohen so so you're not worried even though I think Howard finishes with more targets you're not worried about that aspect
1: no i I mean I'm not worried about Cohen I think Cohen will be involved they were involving both those guys I I think it looks good for Howard I think Howard looks good and it's going to be no, involved in both ways and may get 40 catches with 270 carries I mean he he's going to be valuable uh, but I don't think it... I don't think they're they're still going to use Cohen on third downs. They're still going to use him as a receiver. The guy that was disappointed was, was Andrew Miller. There was no he just oh. didn't even have a role. None of the rookie receivers. I mean, it was like Ridley was totally uh, DJ Moore. Yeah. yeah, DJ Moore did nothing. Christian Kirk did nothing. All these guys.
2: What I was going to say earlier is, did you mention the whole six going up by six forced the Packers to actually go for a touchdown? Did you mention yeah. that?
1: Did you not? Yeah. Did you get cut off or something again? Yeah, I got
2: cut off. Yeah, keeps getting cut off. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's to be
1: your internet, right? Because my thing is good.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so okay, so uh, so we're gonna go over the uh, the, uh, the 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 five picks here. What do we have here?
1: All right. So definitely the Bengals on Thursday.
2: Definitely the Bengals, and I'm thinking uh, the Giants. Obviously, Giants,
1: Giants, and Bengals for sure. And then, sure. you know, thing. I mean, I would do the Steelers.
2: Yeah, I know you talked me into that. You want? Uh, okay. All right. Okay, Steelers, and then and then. And then Eagles, Jags, and Seahawks are the ones I kind of wrote down. I'm kind of over the Vikings. I mean, think there's, there's too much going on with Rodgers, I feel like.
1: I mean, I would look at the line, but it's also going to be very popular, obviously, if that. We'll look
2: at the line. Okay, I'll, I'll mark or make when sure. Although when
1: you're uh, so far ahead like we are, you've got to play defense, not offense. That's fair. That's fair. All right.
2: So, okay, yeah, so. i right.
1: look at that. I mean, th- those are kind right, of my and, best and, ones. And, I could use the Jets. I could be talking to in the Jets. Is there any one that you, you like the Giants the best, huh?
2: Yeah, I want Giants. I want Giants and Bengals. Um, so, I mean, there are their options between Eagles. Do so we both agree that
1: the Giants and the Bengals are the two best bets on the board?
2: Uh, seems like it, right? That's pretty weird. That's,
1: that doesn't yeah. bode well. No, right. it doesn't. So no. Giants, Bengals, and then some something between the Seahawks, Steelers. I mean, I'm in on the Steelers. If you want to do Steelers, Giants, Bengals, Steelers, yeah. and then something between the Seahawks, Jaguars, and Eagles. Two of those three? Right. Would you consider the Jets at all, or no?
2: No, I like the Jets. I, I would consider the Jets.
1: Okay, so two of those four.
2: Two of those four. Okay. All right. You want to think about it more off air, or do you want to come up with this? I mean, what, uh, what do you want? No,
1: I think we should just think about it overnight because <laughs> yeah, and we got to get it in tomorrow, obviously. But
2: yeah, if, yeah, and we'll look at the line because things are huge, like Seahawks getting three yeah, points versus a half. With, Send
1: me, shoot me a uh, an email with the lines. All
2: right. Oh well, wow, we really are taking this serious this year. I like it. Okay. All right. I'll I'm do serious, that. Serious, man. Right.
1: This is not this is not a joke. You all right. One okay. and a half mil is a joke.
2: No, I don't. No, I don't. I, I already spent. Tried, I've spent some, <laughs> some of it already. So absolutely not. So yeah. all right, cool. All right. So we got it. We got a good uh, base here, and we'll look at the lines, and we'll uh, we'll come up with it, and I'll be sure to uh, we'll tweet our nutless monkey picks.
1: Exactly. All right, man. You got anything else for me?
2: Nope. That's all I got for you this week. Oh, right. triple uh, triple triple G Canelo uh, fights this weekend. It's a re- uh, a good rematch. If you're into boxing, I'd recommend uh, checking that out. But uh, no, nothing else really. I, I can't even think of anything politically. Um, what about yourself?
1: Nah, we can take a break from that for this week.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, you delete it all anyway, probably. (laughs)
1: All right, man. All
2: right, right. later. All right, later.
1: If you like this pod, you can uh, subscribe to RotoWire, rotowire.com slash pod. Free 10-day trial. You can get all these picks written out and uh, obviously all the fantasy stuff. Once once again, free trial, rotowire.com slash pod.